Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nunas Nunchi podcast, where I do deep dives into K-dramas from a mental health perspective. I have with me Renee Chu, my gal pal. She is a local news, uh, local NBC News affiliate anchor. So excited to have her. She's in between her morning shift, so super busy. So I'm glad I could grab her real quick. Thanks, Renee, for joining us. Jeannie, so good to be talking with you. And I have you to blame for my Korean drama addiction. It's all because of you. So she already started the question. Yeah, so I was... (laughs) Yeah, I guess I could be to blame, but let's talk about that. I'm okay with being blamed for it. So then how did you get started? How long has it been now since you first started down the K-drama path? So I remember when I started watching uh, the first K-drama that I've ever watched was Mr. Sunshine. And that was right around the holidays 2020. So like November, early December. I think at that time I was just looking for some escapism and, uh, and I just remembered I was talking with you and you, maybe you had just finished it or it came to mind, but you were talking about how you and your husband loved, loved Mr. Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try. I don't know about, you know, watching Korean dramas. I, I have no experience with it, but I got pulled in immediately with the storytelling and the music and the plot line and the beautiful actors and the period drama. So, uh, so that got me hooked for sure. And I think I was just looking for an escapism. I was looking for something to distract me from all events that were going on in the world in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and just with my job, we're, we're just Behind talking about news. it all the time. Yeah. yeah. And so I was being bombarded by it. And I just wanted something to make me feel happy or just, you know, connect in some other way and, um, and just, you know, living other people's lives. I mean, I just, I was looking for that and K-drama was the perfect antidote for that. Wow. You just pretty much answered five questions in one. No, that's awesome. (laughs) That just shows your, your ability as a news anchor. So you said, okay, so Mr. Sanjay, I'm going to go back to that because that is my, one of my all-time faves. And I do recall, yes, I told you about it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay being blamed. What, <laughs> so we I should know thank you too. I should yes. say, I have been enjoying my K-dramas. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but it's a period piece. So then, and it helped you escape, but like, get, let's talk a little bit more of like, how did it help you? What, like, why did you enjoy it so much? What was it about it? Talk, like, talk a little bit about the story or maybe how you related in any way. Sure. Um, well, I love the love story that was central to it. Um, I think that uh, that really drew me in. I mean, it was just a, a beautiful love story, right, of two people who so wanted to be together and yet couldn't. I also love the way that their love story unfolded, right? I mean, um, back in the day, of course, they, you know, they couldn't send texts, right, or, or call each other or, you know, I mean, they were writing letters, but they would go for long periods of time without seeing each other and just the depth of their emotion and how they were able to, um, you know, to grow their love for one another, you know, despite all the odds. Um, I just thought that was beautiful to watch that unfold. Um, it was fascinating to me to learn um, a bit about uh, the Korean history and at that time whether or not i i'm sure there are probably issues with how things were portrayed um and the accuracy to it and yet at the same time i just um you know i'm my my parents are taiwanese i'm ethnically taiwanese american and um i just didn't know too much about um, korean history and how all those other countries were were grab you know trying to 
grab Korea too, and um, you know all the foreign intervention there at that time. So so that was fascinating to me, um, and I I loved the characters. I loved um, the the family drama. Um, I think in some ways. Um, I could connect with that as far as just um, parental expectations and, you know, family members pulling you in different directions and where you want to go and um, maybe yeah. what they, you know, how they see your life as. And, um, and I just really admired the, um, the female lead character and her, right. you know, wanting to be educated and wanting to learn and, and um, standing up for herself and, and women's rights there, even um, in that time period. So just a lot of different mm -hmm. themes there. Uh, running through it that uh, that drew me in. Now, do you recall, because I remember what you said, do you recall what you shared? Like it's an episode 20, I think it's a 24 episode drama. So it's pretty okay. epic. Yeah. I don't remember, I don't know if you recall what you shared with me, like four episodes, you still had like three or four episodes left. Yes. And you said something very interesting to me. Of course, I was like, it's okay. You'll be okay. <laughs> you remember what you shared? Was, was I sharing my trepidation of how it was going to end essentially that was one of them but there was okay. something else like you were getting emotional uh I'm trying to remember now give so, me a hint so in anticipation yeah. I think you were like you were like I have three episodes left I'll just remind you because I thought it was hilarious just how invested emotionally you got was you're I like, just sad that it was going to end yeah yeah that's yeah. exactly what it is you're like yes I'm starting to get depressed that it's going to be over it is hard. Yes. And I know that was a long one too. And that's the way I feel now about a lot of the ones that I've watched now too. I I'm in it, you know, you're like episodes one through five. You're just, you're like, okay, this is, this is interesting. This is great. And then all the twists and turns, right. The obstacles that are thrown up, the, you know, five to, I don't know, 12, and then, you know, things keep evolving. But then when you get to the yeah, 18, 19, 20, and you know it's going to end, it makes you a little sad. There's withdrawal. There's serious withdrawal. Yeah, that's so funny. So I just had to, because I think a lot of people relate to that. And then we go through <laughs> our own depression and grief. Right. And then we're like, okay, time for a new K-drama. Right. So then we started with Mr. Sunshine and that was an epic one. Um, so now I would say now we've entered 2021. Can you, can you count off the top of your head how many you've seen since? So um, I did uh, look back. I actually, um, I mean, I file away notes in, in my iPhone. So I wrote down all the ones that I liked, that I watched and liked, because I've even gone back to rewatch some of them. Um, but uh, in all, I've watched nine mm. Korean dramas, but oh, then wow. I've also watched two Taiwanese dramas. Oh, those came okay. from um, a recommendation from another friend. And I've yeah. really enjoyed those too, because they share a lot of same elements as K-dramas. But right. uh, what's great is I get to work on my Mandarin, you know, listening and, yes. and reading the subtitles as well. Whereas, you know, with um, the Korean dramas, I'm always also picking up a little Korean too. Yeah, I'm sure you are, right? Oh my, oh my. Any difference between Anio, 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 Anio? Wait, what else are you? What else? Okay, that's so hilarious. I'm trying to think now. Yeah, um, just the common phrases that that Anio, Anio. Uh huh. Right. Right. All, There's a lot. No. Right. And you'll get some of the slang too, which is interesting. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And then is, there, is there a big difference you know? between the Taiwanese and Korean dramas or you are, are, are I, cause I've never very seen similar. I mean, similar. similar playbooks. Yeah. yeah. Two people who, you know, maybe they, you know, they 
encounter each other, maybe they're opposites or they don't really like each other. And then random circumstances throw them together. And I mean, all the, right, right. All the, the tropes, that frames, we, yeah. the music swells, the, you know, gazing into each other's eyes, all that stuff. Oh yeah. They Especially when they end an episode, follow. they're just gazing. I'm like, how long did they hold that? Right. How they gaze and just end it like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like a minute of a gaze, you know? have to think and maybe you know this genie if you've listened to like some of the actors and actresses talk about filming these things but I would sure. think that's got to be super awkward like the, I mean yeah, how do they I, not I bust love, out laughing because sometimes these, it's right it's you've learned so to love prolonged. some of these actors I will watch them on YouTube yeah see some of their interviews and they don't really talk about the gazing they just talk okay. about the awkwardness of sometimes kissing when they're good friends or something okay. which I, I get that but I think the gazing is normal like they have to do that. Hold the stance, you know? Right. Right. But no, I don't really hear a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I, I love listening. That's, that's another thing. I'm sure you'll like this go on the YouTube and listen to their interviews. Cause they're usually subtitled and you okay. learn a little bit about the behind right. the scenes. So that speaking process. of which you wrote down your favorite ones, do you have a favorite one that you've watched? Crash landing on you really ranks up there. That was one that I watched twice Um, that was that one was hard to give up I don't know that I just love the chemistry uh between the two lead actors and I know there are a couple in real life right uh Mm -hmm. but they just shone on screen it was I I loved everything about it um I I thought the you know life in North Korea was fascinating um I loved all the side characters too I mean yeah you know that that really made everything and then just uh the two lead actors were were beautiful and engaging and um, yeah you're talking about Hyunbin and Sonia Jin who are like the you know ultimate k-drama people so yes (laughs) so all about that was just um and and it was uh it was uplifting even though you know, without talking too much about the plot, but I'm sure a lot of yeah. reviewers say, have seen that a one. Segue to a lot of K dramas for a lot of yeah. folks who, who started like you in the pandemic. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you're a lot like a lot of people that have started watching for the very reason that you shared the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, escapism, just to really relax through K dramas. So then, are as you're watching them, and you mentioned a couple of them. Yeah that, that maybe you not struggled with, but what are some that maybe some of the things you watch and you're like, okay, you know, I don't know if I really like this. Cause I know, some, yes, K-dramas are fun, but are, right. are there some things that you're seeing? Cause we're talking about Asian culture. Okay. Technically, sometimes we see things portrayed that are remind us, you know, you talk about relating to parents. Are there things that you've seen in some K-dramas that you didn't like, or maybe reminded you of things that you struggle with yourself? Well, some things that I've noticed um, that do start to bother me is um, is the bullying that we see in some K-dramas. So Boys Over Flowers, you recommended that to me because it's a classic. classic. And it took me a while to get into that one. Um, you know, the first five episodes, I think, when they were in the high school and then just um, the awful harassment and treatment and you know, this rich elite school, right. And, and F4 and, and what they did all the time. I, I was, I was kind of floored by it. And, and because you gave me the recommendation, I was like, okay, I'm going to stick with this because there's obviously got to be some redeeming value that I'm seeing in here. 
And, and sure enough, the way the story unfolded, I can see why people loved, you know, loved that series, but probably not one of my favorites. And for that reason, and all the, um, you know, all the grabbing all the time, you know, or, or like, here, you come here, come with me, you know, and, and yeah, there are some romantic elements to that in some of the stories and portrayals like okay let's go here but gosh a lot of times it's also just this forceful you know like hey you're coming with me we're coming over here I'm yelling at you you know I'm trying to make mm-hmm. you understand something and and um I don't know if that's a yeah like an Asian culture thing right or you know I'm doing this you know from American perspective but I was like whoa whoa you know you let go of her you know you <laughs> you're like that yeah no, I'm um, glad you brought that up. I want to say some of these that were made earlier on too, and um, different different time periods. Or, but that's but exactly that what I was going to say. It didn't date well. Obviously, it was a 2009 yeah, yeah. drama. So, I mean, a lot of people struggled with it. Now that I've, I actually haven't. I've rewatched it a lot of times early on, but recently sure. I haven't. But it is a classic. It's very. Um, a, I mean, it can be very paternalistic, right? Like yes. The, the male lead is like, I know what's best for you. I, you know, I'm protecting you. I'm doing this. And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then like, even Whoa. changing her and kidnapping her, you know, all like, like the, yeah, kidnapped the kidnapping. <laughs> even <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, that's, that's not really cool. Wrong with that. That's not cool. Right. But then, uh, then you saw, okay, let's talk about inheritors because that's another okay. classic. Mm-hmm. And then how was that different? So, well, I liked Lee Min Ho a lot better in this one. And then I can see more of his range of, um, and, and a lot of that had to do with the character too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just was a lot more impressed with this particular thing. Yes, there was still the bullying going on and manhandling and actually not just the men, but the mean girls too. Wow, there's always, you know, horrible mean, <laughs> mean young lady, you know, mm-hmm. out to you know, get her man and she'll do anything yeah. and eliminate everything that stands in her way too. Um, but, uh, but I, I just felt that that one was handled. I, I just feel like the characters were more nuanced. Um, you know, their, their backstories, I think made more sense as to why they were acting that way. Um, and then it all just flowed better. It somehow came yeah. And it was again, it was made uplifting. four years later, in 2000. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that probably had some. I also liked it. how they started in America, it was kind of humorous to me. Yeah. Um, you know, their portrayal of Americans and, and right, maybe some of and them speaking speak English, English, right? If you remember, he's even, even though spoke some English, which was um, funny. yes, yeah, 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 so. cool, okay, awesome. So, no, it's it's hilarious watching you. So, you, I'm gonna say a little bit about your job. You're an early, you're, you're the morning news anchor, so you have very early hours. And we talk, we laugh as K drama fans how we were sleep deprived a little bit more. So, then how are you balancing watching 20 episode dramas with a busy job? How is that working out? Obviously, you're doing it for your self care. But um, what, how are you fitting that in? I'm just curious. (laughs) Well, I try to get a little bit of viewing in before I pick my daughter up from school. So there's just like, you know, 
a couple of hours, one or two hours in between there that maybe I can get one episode in. And then um, and then I always like to unwind, like after I tuck her in bed and I'm trying to get to bed, I will watch it um, on my on my laptop. But then see, that's dangerous because I always think, okay, I have time for maybe one episode or I'll watch half an episode, right? And then sure enough, nope. As soon as you get to that end of that episode and the music and the cliffhanger and I gotta know what happened. So then all of a sudden I'm I'm clicking on the next episode and then sure enough, minutes go by and I stay up way past my bedtime. So right, because you have your wake up call is. 2 30 in the morning yeah so just saying and okay, so, so there are a lot of nights that i'm up till 9 45 or 10 which is super late for me oh my gosh that's a four hours of sleep yeah yeah it's not good okay not, well i won't so, tell anybody so after i watch a k-drama so and i just finished up uh the airs so i'll try to take a little you know hiatus i'll try to give myself you know a week and a half or two just to catch up on other things, sleep, sure. sleep. Um, you okay. know, probably, you it's know, some family control. time, but, um, but, but my husband just chuckles. I mean, he knows, you know, he knows when I'm invested in a K-drama, my seven-year-old daughter will be like, oh, mommy's watching her K-drama. You know, they, they see when I'm kind of sad that, you know, a K-drama is over, you know, they're like, okay, mommy's a little depressed now. <laughs> she probably should find a new one, you know. That is so, so funny. Yeah. No, it's oh, not oh, funny. Yeah. I get it. Cause my I seven-year-old just, just laughs at me because she knows that that's what I'm doing sometimes, but. Um, oh my goodness. So yeah. then I have to ask this, this will be the last question, but then we're talking about, you know me, I love the reason why I wanted you to watch it is because I, I know that a lot of people enjoy it and it's yeah. my, honestly, it is my self-care. So mm-hmm. then when you go through these motions of, yeah, you're sad, it's over, which I, I completely relate to, yes. even though I'm laughing, but then you even mentioned your husband watching and you're like cracking up. I mean, so what has it done for your well-being? Let's talk about that. It really does bring me joy and you put it best. It is like self-care. And I never really thought of it that way. I thought of it more at times I would think of it as an indulgence, which is not the right word, but I think because I invest a lot of time in a 20, 24 episode drama, right? That is a lot of hours spent, you know, towards something. But if it's bringing me something that I enjoy, if it makes me happy, then it's absolutely worth it. And so... Um, so that's the way I view it, even though I need to kind of take it in smaller chunks at times, just because, you know, trying to balance with the rest of my life. But, um, but I'm happy that, you know, I'm, I'm putting it in that investment because it's giving me so many returns, right? Um, it, it boosts my mood. Um, and even in, even in the moments of sadness and the drama and the obstacles and the challenges that the characters face, um, I still you know, I still find joy in that, whether it's just um, because you get to escape into their story, whether you see, you know, threads of that in your, in your own life. Um, But it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. It's just watching that humanity. It's just watching that connection and relationships and, um, and viewing it through another lens. I think it's just, it's good for the soul. It's good to, see that and and watch that play out and and I feel like it's an investment in me and I thank you Jeannie for 
introducing me to this. My only thing is just to make sure I still keep that balance somehow. <laughs> right, right. Oh my gosh, thank you for saying thank you. But no, I'm glad you enjoy it. And I, and I think a lot of people would. And I always talk about it still going, hey, mm -hmm. and you know me, I'm talking from a mental health perspective. Sure, sure. Right? And I love that you said people would see it as an indulgence, right? People talk about, oh, guilty pleasures, binging. I will right. say rephrase it going, I'm not gonna say that anymore because- this is my self-care and actually boosts my mood. And then I feel better doing my job. So that is not a, to me, a guilty pleasure. Well, and I think there may be some people who think, okay, there are better ways I could spend my time than in front of a screen, but it's not so much, you know, that you're spending time in front of the screen. I mean, it's also what you're watching, right. And um, the feelings that it elicits in you. So, um, you know, I think the whole emotional roller coaster and, um, you know, the characters and whether it's just the storyline, whether it's a period drama or current day, I mean, I think there's so many takeaways that you can get from that. But uh, my husband chuckles when he looks at me viewing the K drama because I'll alternately be, you know, I'll, I'll be laughing out loud, then I'm suddenly crying, or then I'm just like staring, or, you know, I'm tensed up. I mean, I'm, you know, you, you, you feel, you secretly. You feel all of it looks with, like. with the characters, and that's how good the storytelling is. Thank you so much, and I love everything you shared, and I'm just going to repeat that. Yes, this is an investment in me. That mm -hmm. really gripped me. Yeah. So yes, I'll hold you accountable. Just make sure you get your sleep. We want you to do your job well as an anchor. <laughs> I won't tell anybody, but you look great on camera. So at least we don't know that you only oh, got you're like so four hours. Sweet. You're so sweet. Even if I have, you know, dark circles. Yeah, I have dark from, circles. From staying up, I will just think, okay, well, my soul feels right. good. I'm <laughs> doing this. My mind feels good. So say that so again. Wait. So you'll stay Jeannie, up. And you have to. Um, I, I need to get some more recommendations for you from you before you go because okay. I, I'm keeping track of my list. Yeah. So. Else. You don't me. like, you're not going to, you didn't really want this to watch this because it's ongoing, but that hometown cha-cha-cha. Okay. Well, there are like five, six episodes in now, right? Yes. It'll be five. It'll be six episodes by Sunday. Okay. So I think you, but let me tell you this. I, it has met beyond my expectations. Really? I don't remember the last time I was excited for a weekend <laughs> to yeah. watch a K-drama that I'm yeah. counting down. Oh, it's like today I went, it's Thursday. Okay, so the new episode comes out Saturday and then we watch it Saturday night. It's everything you hoped for as in you like the romance. Mm -hmm. um, it's also cinematography. It's gorgeous because it's by a seaside village. So ah. it just looks beautiful on camera. Sure. Um, and then the side characters because I always love side characters that right. are involved. Yes. So yeah. it's, a, it's a village. So it's a community of people and then the two central people. And, um, and if I look deeper, both of them have like these story developments behind that we're still trying to delve into maybe some mm -hmm. there's definitely grief which I won't talk about but then there's some trauma there and then you're getting to know you're like what's going on you know right you know how you're like what's the story behind why he said this that's what's that's where I am right now so I highly the recommend that. lead in that is someone who we love from startup exactly I became a big fan of him in startup that was the only reason why startup isn't one of my favorite favorites is only because how it ended and yeah. it didn't end it the way I wanted. It I was to. I was depressed. I was thinking I need to go to therapy for um, startups ending. <laughs> I need therapy. Yes, but like he, he is now he is adorable. Yeah. He is adorable, and he's even more adorable in this one. But mm -hmm. this one really is really a boost to the mood, as in Good. it cheers me up. Right. And so I are humorous like I said, moments and mm -hmm. yes. 
And so that one I recommend. And then, and then maybe because you're like an Eamon Ho fan, just watch The King because that's still well done. It wasn't my favorite of his because I, okay. I was confused, but it's, it's a fantasy drama. Um, right. So, okay. Very famous people. But I'm so impressed with him. I mean, he, he was very good in Boys Over Flowers. I just hated his character. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't yeah. really get past that. Like what a horrible egotistical <laughs> narcissistic person that was even though a lot of people have problems with that right i get it. it but inheritors he was he was amazing yes a little different in inheritors mm-hmm. and then and then his whole storyline with family right yeah. there's a lot there but yeah. i would recommend the king but then yes okay. the king and then obviously um hometown cha-cha-cha for sure so you could probably get started after this weekend Take a, no, you need a hiatus, right? So take a break. <laughs> I need a quick hiatus. Gotta get but then you'll be sleep. caught up with hometown. I guess you'll be able to binge it. Yes. Yes. Thank you, goal. Renee, for joining us. Thanks for joining Nunez Nunchi. And thank you for thanking me for introducing you. <laughs> to thank Kate you, Nuna. <laughs> Can't wait to talk to you more. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. You can listen in on platforms such as Spotify, Pandora, Google, and Apple, but also watch the podcast on our Nunez Nunchi YouTube channel every Monday where it launches at 6 p.m. Eastern.